Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Morning Meditations. I'm your host, Nate Cook. Thanks for tuning in this morning. We've created these morning meditations to be five to ten minute segments that will just help us to think about what God might have for us in this new day. So thanks for tuning in, and I hope to see you again soon. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Monday morning, March the 18th, 2019. The reading today is from Exodus 33, verses 1 through 6. The Lord said to Moses, Go leave this place, you and the people whom you have brought up out of the land of Egypt, and go to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, To your descendants I will give it. I will send an angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go up among you, or I would consume you on the way, for you are a stiff-necked people. When the people heard these harsh words, they mourned, and no one put on ornaments. For the Lord had said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, You are a stiff-necked people. If for a single moment I should go up among you, I would consume you. So now take off your ornaments, and I will decide what to do to you. Therefore, the Israelites stripped themselves of their ornaments from Mount Horeb onward. So in order for us to understand this passage, we need a little bit of context. First of all, this is the passage immediately following the scene where Moses receives the Ten Commandments. And Moses receives the Ten Commandments, and immediately as he's coming down the mountain, it becomes clear that the people have created a golden calf, and they fashioned it, and they're worshiping this golden calf. And they're saying, these are your gods who brought you up out of Egypt. And so it's pretty obvious that the people have begun to worship idols. So what God says here is that God is not going to go with them to the promised land. That God will send an angel because they are stiff-necked people. And because God's holiness, if God were to break out among them, they could not bear God's holiness. And Moses after this passage we see pleads with God and actually asks to show me your glory God got Moses wants to experience the presence of God even after this failure of the people and what we find out is that God ultimately does um, allow Moses to experience his presence uh, the glory of God actually rests upon Moses and kind of fades away um, they are given instructions for a tabernacle which is the place where God will dwell with them and they also are given the Ark of the Covenant which is kind of the physical manifestation the place where the glory of God dwells with God's people and so even in the midst of this um, God brings uh, grace and healing but part of this whole story is the repentance of the people because we see at the end of the of the passage they repent 
and they stripped themselves of all their ornaments, which we can imagine are ornaments that have something to do with um, the cultures around them, maybe the gods of the cultures around them. And, um, and then God, so God kind of realizes their repentance. God is gracious with them. Um, Samantha Chambo writes this in this devotional today. This awful scene also became the place of the most intimate and loving interaction between God and humans. The people started to mourn because of their sins and stripped themselves of all their ornaments as a sign of their repentance. Moses begged God to go with them, explaining they were nothing without God, and he pleaded for the physical manifestation of God's holy presence. Here in the ashes of the worst human failure, we see the results of real repentance. God assured them of his presence, even making a physical appearance appearance wherein Moses could see his back, and the glory of God shone from Moses' face for many days after. But the best part was that God went with them. He did not leave them to their own devices, but continued to guide them to the promised land. So today, uh, realize that repentance, <laughs> that repentance, a turn towards God, is, is something that God always seems to respond to throughout, throughout Scripture. Uh, God never leaves us to our own devices, she says later on in this devotional. God is always present, making a way for our salvation and deliverance. So the Bible tells this story. God loves us, God never leaves us, and God is always making a way for our restoration to Himself. So I hope you know that today. I hope you know that no matter how deep the failure in your life may seem, uh, no matter how long maybe you've walked away from God, no matter how maybe you feel like your heart has grown hard, uh, towards God and towards the things of God. Uh, in this passage, we see that when we turn towards God, God is loving, gracious, generous. Uh, God, through Jesus Christ, has provided um, a, a means for us to turn to God. Uh, God became one of us so that we might become like Him. And that's one of the things we really believe, that as we turn towards God... God literally makes us into the image of Christ. So today I hope you will take every opportunity to turn towards God. Uh, don't let any past failure or uh, past regret keep you from turning towards God today and realizing that when we really repent, uh, when we turn away from our sin and turn towards God, we always find that God is ever-present with us wanting to forgive our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hey, that's just a thought. Have a great day. So thanks again for listening today. Hey, do us a favor and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or on Anchor or any of the other platforms. And go ahead and drop us a rating. I mean, if it helps Malcolm Gladwell out, it can surely help us out. Have a great day.